Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Bring spring color inside this season with Bear Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. Let your creativity bloom this spring with bare premium plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. Gonna tell it like it really is. We know Haney doesn't give a shh. Silencing critics, eliminate misses. Two chips never accept on shoulders to get better. Everybody knows the name. Read about it. We're golf teachers, Hall of Fame. Never doubt it. It's time for the truth. Here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. It's time for the truth, here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. Yeah. Listening to Haney. Hey, everybody, welcome into the Hank Haney Podcast. It's Minnesota Tim Poroska bringing you a best of presentation from the previous week. In this opening clip, which came on Sunday, Hank talked about a lesson he gave Devin Booker superstar of the Phoenix Suns. You can go to last Sunday and hear this full episode. Devin Booker uh, gave him a golf lesson. Yeah, what a nice guy. Oh, man. He's a Phoenix Suns uh, star. The guy's incredible. He is like, I mean, wow. He's a physical specimen. Great player. He's all pumped up. They got uh, Chris Paul coming to the uh, Phoenix Suns. They might make the playoffs, actually, for the first time in forever. And uh, he was excited. He started playing golf this year, and he's pretty good. He can hit it. Started off, he's making these little soft swings, you know, little little like smooth swings. I'm like, what? What, what are you doing? Oh, it, what, everybody tells you to swing easy, swing smooth. I, I said, let me see what you got. Come on, pick up a bigger swing. He was taking about a half swing. I said, bigger swing, faster swing. Let me see what you got. Speed it up. Come on. I mean, uh, what's, your, what's your one advantage here? And he got it. He understood. Because he, he said, you know, I, I went on the internet and I was checking out 
YouTube and everything. He said, I don't see anybody in there telling you to swing slow and smooth. He said, they, they, everybody's saying you got to, you know, distance is important. I said, absolutely. Distance is the most important thing in the game. It determines your potential. No doubt about it. I said, take a rip at it. Let me see what you got. And sure enough, he started hitting that thing. Man, he's got some speed. He's got, you know, he's six, like six, six and quick. I mean, he's got club hit speed. I said, your advantage in this game is your athletic ability. When somebody tells you to swing slow and easy and smooth, they're taking away your one advantage you have. I mean, you just started playing. Your advantage isn't experience. Your advantage isn't having a, a great swing. It's not that you're you know, incredibly knowledgeable about the game and you know every shot to hit and you know how to manage your game and you know what club to use at all times and uh, all, all the above. I mean, your, your advantage in the game of golf is your athletic ability. You hit the ball. Let me see what you let me see it. And boy, I'll tell you what, he started hitting it. Hit it and he didn't even use a driver before. And then I explained to him about that too. I said, I mean, you got to use a driver. Now, when you're long and he's and he's long, I mean he'll hit it, he'll hit it, you know, 300. I mean, there's no no problem with that. But if you're the long hitter, you don't you don't make easy swings with a driver in order to try and hit the ball straight. You hit it like you can hit it, and you use the driver as a specialty club. So I explained to him, I said, you might only use a driver maybe eight times around. That might be all you use it. Maybe some courses you won't even use it that much. And, the, you know, the other six holes off the tee, because you got 14 holes that aren't aren't par threes, the other six holes off the tee, you might use a iron, a long iron, or a, you know, a fairway wood or a hybrid or something like that. Uh, but Rather than taking a slow, easy swing to try to have more accuracy, I said, you'd rather take a faster swing. And if you want more accuracy, hit an iron off the tee, hit a hybrid, hit a three wood. That'll give you more accuracy. But making a slow swing with a driver doesn't give you more accuracy. It's amazing how, you know, when people get started in the game, they get all these ideas thrown in their head. And usually it's, it's, it's from well-meaning friends. I know everybody, you know, means well. But but they're just clueless. I mean, they really are. I mean, amateurs teaching amateurs is one of the most hilarious things that a golf professional or golf instructor like myself gets to observe, in all honesty. Amateurs teaching amateurs. It's uh, very, very little of the advice is is worth worthwhile. And I explained to him, I explained to Devin, I said, but I said, you you don't need a collection of tips. You know, you don't need a bunch of tips. That's what you get from from friends and, you know, people that, that want to give you help, that don't know how to coach. They they give you a bunch of tips. You don't need tips. You need, you need, here's what you need. You need a plan. You need a plan to get better. So I, I got them started on that. But anyway, it was fun. You know, it's always fun to work. But I, like I told them, I said, what's the fun part for me? I, I'm, I get to work with a good athlete. So let me see you swing and hit it like you like you know I think you can. Let me give give me a give me a glimpse into the future here. Don't make this you know little uh, half slow swing and hit it out there like somebody that's not an athlete. He got it. He understood. Mm. Started hitting it pretty good. Yeah, it was good. It was fun. All right, we'll take a break and we're going to talk about uh, RSM. RSM big tournament. Did you watch it? I watched You're not it. Gonna, you didn't watch it. You I know. I didn't it. watch it. Yeah, I you didn't watch it. Nobody watched it, did they? I watched it. Did, did you? you realize I? That was oh, a big yeah. one. It was a big one. 
I watched him. Big wraparounder. <laughs> uh, sea Island's pretty. It really is. I watched him. I mean, I had I, I got admit, I had a couple things going on at once. <laughs> I was watching the uh, Cleveland Browns and the who were they playing? Jeez, how Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, they're playing the Eagles. Yeah. Yeah, I was watching the Eagles and the Browns. I like Baker Mayfield. I'm a big Oklahoma football fan. Oklahoma had a big win, by the way. Uh, 41-14 over the Oklahoma State. They're playing uh, really Bedlam, bad this they year. Huh? They're playing really bad this year, though. Oklahoma, Ooh. they had a rough no, start you, to the year. See, you don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, I do. They see, lost to like no, Iowa don't. State no and Kent State. No, see, and you have no idea. Utah okay. State. Right, you have no idea. I know exactly what I'm talking about. No, you have no idea. I you do, no too. Idea. Oklahoma's right. had you have a no bad idea. year. I mean, I, what, you have no idea. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that next when we come back. We'll take a break uh, you, you, before you get me going on that. You know, <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll get into that a little bit. Then All we'll right. talk about uh, Robert Streb uh, winning the tournament. Okay. Uh, RSM. All right. We'll be right back on the Hank Any Podcast. Let me remind you to get your uh, free instructional emails. You can get them sent to your uh, box every day. Uh, these are video tips that I have done that are guaranteed to help you with your golf game. And they're absolutely free. All you have to do is just uh, sign up and give your email address and you subscribe and they'll show up every day on your inbox. And we got some great deals on there too. Got some good uh, Black Black Friday deals coming up the whole week on uh, HaneyUniversity.com. So go on there and uh, and, and check it out. But But sign up for sure for the free instructional emails. We'll be right back on the Hank Any Podcast. Hey guys, Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit biotoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my, my dance, <laughs> Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break. 
and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. In this second clip, we talked about the kind of grip Robert Streb used to win the RSM Classic. And we also talked about different kinds of grips you can use to improve your game. We talked about the interlock grip, the baseball bat grip, and a bunch of other grips that are available to use in golf. You can go to Monday's podcast and hear this full episode. He uses a 10-finger grip. So it's like a baseball grip. You got 10 fingers on the club. What, 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 and by the way, what grip do you use? I use the baseball grip. You use 10-finger grip too? I do use the 10-finger grip. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. Yeah. No wonder you stink. <laughs> I shot an 83 this year. <laughs> no, it's not. It, it, it actually, actually, I, I'm not uh, opposed to the 10-finger grip. Here, here's, the, here's the thing. You, 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 can, you really have three choices. 10-finger grip, all 10 fingers on the club, or you have an overlap grip where the uh, little finger of your uh, bottom hand overlaps the forefinger of your top hand, okay? Or you have the interlock grip where the little finger of your bottom hand it interlocks with the forefinger of your of your top hand on the grip. Okay, those are the those are the three choices. Now, let's let's talk about that a little bit. Uh, Jack Nicholas and Tiger Woods both interlocked. Okay, that's what that script they use. Which makes you kind of wonder why everybody wouldn't use that grip. If Jack Nicholas and Tiger was both interlock, why wouldn't everybody use the interlock grip? That would be an interesting point. But the, the, the fact of the matter is, is, is that they say that the interlock grip is better for people that have smaller hands. I don't know if that's really, I don't know if that's really true or not. Uh, and I don't really care if somebody overlaps or interlocks or even baseball grip, 10-finger grip. I don't really even care as long as they have a, a, a good a good grip, like have a, a real good grip on the club. And, and how I define that is, is, is both your hands are, are fitting together properly. Like if you have a 10-finger grip, but your hands are split apart where there's, you know, gaps all in there and your, your top hand and your bottom hand are, are separated by an inch, that's not a good, that's not a good 10-finger grip. People say, is it okay to have a 10-finger grip? I said, I, yeah, it's fine. Just have a good one. Have a good one where both your palms are facing in the same direction where, uh, you know, the, the, uh, your, lifeline of your bottom hand fits onto the thumb of your of your top hand and it fits in there with the grip where the, your your bottom hand your forefinger is triggered that that's what the the grip should should look like because that helps you kind of you know brace and accept impact yeah, but but I don't care if it's 10 fingered or not but have your hands close together uh, if it's ten finger, your hands are close together, and, and I, I could grip it. I can grip, and I show people this. I could grip it ten finger, interlock or overlap, and show you my grip. If you were standing across from me, Tim, and you looked at it, you would not be able to tell the difference. Yeah. They would all look exactly the same to you. 
The thing is, is when people say, like, is it okay to have a 10-finger grip? Then they just have this terrible-looking grip where their left hand's uh, face in one way, like it's in a real weak position, and their right hand's in a real strong position, and they got a big gap in between their hands. The problem isn't that it's a 10-finger grip. The problem is that it's a bad 10-finger grip. When people have an interlock grip, one of the things that I see that they do is they jam their hand in their, this, they interlock so far so that they, they go all the way into their finger. Okay, with this, you know, and, and when they do that, they can't get their bottom hand on top of the club like you're supposed to. The one key you want to make sure you always always have is that both your palms need to be facing the same direction so that your your right hand and your left hand are in the same, uh, you know, uh, basic direction so so you don't what i'm getting at is you don't have your left hand in a real strong position and your right hand in a weak position or your left hand in a weak position and your right hand in a strong position which you get with people sometimes that have interlock grip because they jam it in there so far if you interlock it should just interlock just a little bit just you just put it in there just a little and, and what i mean by strong or weak is 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 that if you're a right-handed player the more you turn your your hands so that the v's that are formed by your thumb and forefinger uh your forefinger and thumb and that v there it points more towards your right shoulder if it's a strong grip and more towards your chin if it's a weak grip and you know right in between the two is 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 a a pretty pretty neutral position and that's kind of kind of where i like to like to like to see everybody but i don't really necessarily have a preference like if i see somebody that's gripping an interlocking i might change their grip to make it a better interlock grip but i won't change somebody who has an interlock grip and give them a a overlap grip if i have somebody that has a uh, 10 finger grip a baseball grip and it's a good baseball grip i'll just leave it alone if they have a bad 10 finger grip and their hands are real separated I mean, I I might I I might either just leave it there and just just get their hands more together and leave them with a ten finger grip, or I might say, you know what, try, try this, try an interlock. Because here's the problem: when you change your grip in golf, you're always going to feel uncomfortable. And people would, you know, throughout the years when I would was coaching, and people would say, oh, you know, like grip, my grip feels so uncomfortable. And I just I was watching my son Henry. Uh, who's seven, you know, hit, hit balls the other night. And I, I said, Henry, can, can I show your grip? And he, because uh, he never listens to me. He takes lessons at the, at the, the club from there, like the assistant pro, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable. And, uh, but yet he tells everybody, <laughs> you know, like he tells everybody, my dad's a Hall of Fame teacher, but yet he takes lessons from the assistant pro at the club. I said, Henry, when you get a little older, and he said, you're going to realize how stupid that sounds. Okay. Uh, but someday you'll listen. So anyway, when we're out there, I have to ask his permission. Can I, can I show you something on your grip there, bud? And uh, I didn't even wait for him to answer. I just showed it to him. And as soon as I showed it to him, he came with, that feels uncomfortable. You know, like, like you're, it's going to make a difference. I mean, it's, you know, he, whether it feels uncomfortable or not. And I said, you know what? It'll feel, it'll feel comfortable in about five minutes. Just, just stick with it. And that's the thing with the grip. If people always feel like changing the grip feels uncomfortable, but all you have to do is fight through it for 
you know, a, a few shots, honestly, and it, it'll start feeling comfortable. Uh, but overlap, interlock, baseball grip, I don't care. Uh, just just good one, just a good one, whatever it is. And one of the best things you can do is just get a golf book out, you know, a, um, get pictures out from Golf Digest magazine or go on the internet and look at the pictures of somebody, you know, close-ups of somebody's grip and try to try to make yours look like that. That's all. That's all you have to do. And it'll it'll, it'll be good. But uh, I would suggest the glove. And for most people that play, overlap is the grip, grip of choice. Let's take a quick pause and hear from our sponsors. Hey guys, LeVar Arrington here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before or check out the fully redesigned tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a toyota truck you buy toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com toyota let's go places what's up i'm john wall and i'm cj toledano and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called point game everyone please welcome coach john calipari we're getting beat by 18 my first game in kentucky they're saying cows are bust you can't coach this is crazy john wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater yep. you remember that john? my first game win i ever made remember you said you never seen me do that Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, <laughs> Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break. And consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. In this final clip, Hank talked about the match three, Phil Mickelson, Stefan Curry, Peyton Manning, and Charles Barkley. Hank talked about the entertainment value available in this match part three. You can go to Tuesday's podcast and hear this full episode. I think they're handicapping this a little bit 
because I don't think I think they have the Charles T's. That's one. That's one thing I think they have. Okay. Now I don't know where Peyton Manning's playing from, but he does not hit it very far. Uh, Curry can hit it as you know he he can hit it out there, not as far as Phil I wouldn't think, but close. Uh, Manning will be quite a bit behind those two. If he's playing from the same tees as those guys, that'll be a disadvantage for him big time. And uh, Charles is, is up at the front tees. They're going to give him a, a handicap. The question is, is does he start hitching all over the place? Now, his his hitch has, has been uh, it's been slowly subsiding. Now, whether or not it's all the way gone, we'll we'll have to see. But do you remember when they played the the Champions for Charity match? Yeah. Okay, they played, and Charles played one hole at the end of the match. It, w- it was something that they filmed in case the, the match, because they were playing match play. So if the match ended up being way too short, and like, let's say Tiger and, and uh, Peyton Manning had won on the 15th hole or whatever, the 16th hole, they were worried, okay, what are we going to do with the, for the last 30 minutes? Well, let's let's do a, a special match. We'll raise some more money for charity, and we'll bet whether or not Charles Barkley can bogey the 18th hole. And they filmed the whole thing for the Champions for Charity match, and Charles played the hole to see if he could make a bogey, and it ended up that he didn't, but he didn't hitch. He did not hitch on one swing. He ended up actually getting it on the green in three shots, so par four, the 18th hole, and then he, he three-putted. Which he says he's a good putter, but he's not really a good putter. <laughs> he's not. He's, he, he's got the yips on his putting too. Sounds familiar a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. He's not. He's not quite as good a putter as he says he is. <laughs> uh, it's not just the full swing hitch. He's 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 yips on pitches and he, he yips on the putts too. But but he relatively speaking, he's a good putter compared to the to the rest of what his game has been. Although his game is good on the range. He's a great great range player. But he did not hitch at all in that uh, one hole he played, which is a huge, huge stepping stone for him. And he's been, I'm not, he's still hitching, but he's been hitching less at the uh, Tahoe tournament, the American Century Celebrity uh, Classic up in Tahoe, which he plays in every year. And he, he usually finishes last or second to last. Uh, but he's 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 had some holes where he's not hitching. Last year he, he actually had a, a, a few good holes. Well, the question is is just you know how how bad he, he will be now. He's been practicing like seven hours or five or six hours a day. I don't know what it was. He said, but it's a lot. And he's hitting balls every day. And he's gotten some some help a couple times from Stan Utley, a great instructor. And, and, and Stan gave him some tip, uh, you know, releasing the club, throwing it with his hands from the top of the swing, which is, you know, one of the things that, you know, I mean, I tried everything with Charles. So that was, you know, that, that's been tried many times before with Charles. But you never know when the message all of a sudden gets there. And it sounds like he's doing better. My friend Tim Kempton, who played with Charles uh, with the Phoenix Suns, has played with Charles in the last couple of years. And said that he's he's played pretty darn good. I mean, has has not hitched. Now his backup plan. He's got a lot of backup plans, and one of his backup plans is he'll go with his eyes closed. When he hits with his eyes closed, he doesn't he doesn't hitch usually. Problem is with his eyes closed, 
occasionally he'll zing one right off the toe of the club. I mean, almost completely miss. So that's that's the problem with that going with that route. That's not too reliable. But if it's the hitch starts, that's one of his backup plans. Another one of his backup plans is he'll go cross-handed. Have you ever seen a guy golf cross-handed, Tim? I have not. Okay, well, there was a a guy that played the tour. As I said, a a black player who played the tour. And I can't remember his his name. It might have been... Might have been... I can't remember. I think I, I want to say Charlie Owens, but I don't know. I mean, I, I, I got to research that. Charlie anyway, Sifford? No, no, it wasn't Charlie Sifford. Charlie Sifford was a great player, and he didn't. He played. He played the right way. Oh yeah, Charlie Owens. Here we go. Okay, yeah, that's what I think. See, I got uh, my memories there. And he played cross-handed with with. He's a right-handed player, but his left hand was below his right hand. And I, I had a, somebody on my radio show one time call in and say, you know, I had a friend that does just what Charles does, and he hitches, and he started going cross-handed, and he stopped hitching. And so I, I, I text Charles. I said, Charles, next time you go out, try try to go cross-handed, and let me know what happens. And of course, he never calls me back. You know, he doesn't didn't text me back. And, you know, anyway, and then I see Tim Kempton, who's his friend and you know, played played together in, in the NBA. And Tim's a friend of mine. We played pickleball together. And he said, hey, I played with Charles the other day. He didn't hitch one time. And I'm like, really? He's, I said, what was he doing? He said, he was going crosshand. And I'm like, I like, so I text Charles. I said, I heard you're doing crosshand. You didn't, you didn't even uh, let me know how it worked. So that's a backup plan for him. Uh, that he can use. But the the thing that frustrates him so much is on the range, he actually swings good. And then he gets on the course and then it just freezes up. I, I think what happened is he, he started hitting it really bad at one point because he used to be a decent golfer, shoot about 80, uh, occasionally break 80. And then he started hitching, but he played in all these celebrity events and his swing got bad. He started hitting some really bad shots and he, and he beamed a couple people, hit a couple people in the gallery. And I think that, that just... Freaked him out, and he got really nervous. He was going to hurt somebody, and then he started doing that hitching. He's scared to even swing at the ball. So it just depends how 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 bad it gets going for him. I love Charles. He's you know my, you know my my wife Suzanne and I we got Charles is responsible for us uh, being married together. I and mean, Charles is the one that introduced me to Suzanne. Do you know that? I did know that. I remember that story. Yeah, a little trivia for you. When we were filming my show, The Haney Project, on the uh, Golf Channel. And that's when I met uh, Suzanne. And uh, Char- Charles knew Suzanne. She was a friend of his. And, and, and anyway, we, we, we met. But uh, I love Charles. I, I, you know, and, and everybody makes fun of his swing. And like you say, you know, people like to laugh at it and this and that. But Charles loves golf. And golf... And honestly, golf loves Charles, and, and and Charles is great for golf because you know he he's, I mean he's given a lot of notoriety to golf, not necessarily in, a, you know it, it's kind of at his expense with the like you said people laugh at it, but I I just I I know how much he loves the game. He he watches all the time. He 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 religiously watches tournaments. He, he knows about golf. He's a big fan of golf. And he would love nothing better than to just go out and be able to play golf. So I, I don't think 
like what he shoots or whatever. I just hope that he doesn't get out there and start hitching all over the place. That that's that's my, you know, hope and and you know I I, I, I hope and pray for that because I, I just I, I, lo- I love the guy and it it is funny when he starts hitching and everything. But oh boy, you know it it, it he'll never say it, but it does bother him. You know, I mean, but he takes it good. There's nobody can take it like like he does. So we'll see. You know, he's playing from the the up tees. Stefan Curry's a great player. He's like a scratch player. I mean, he's played in, you know, at Corn Ferry events before. He hasn't done great, but, I mean, he shot 71 in one of them. That's great. Missed the cut next day, shot 86. Then he played again another one the year prior to that. He had 74, 74. I mean, he's a, he's a good player. If you look at the best players that are uh, celebrities, in my mind, it would I would, you know, two of the best would be Tony Romo and 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 uh, Curry. Those are two of the two of the best. It'll be it'll be it'll be interesting. They'll be they they will be giving Charles so much grief. It'll be unbelievable. But Phil Mickelson can give it right back, and so can Charles. But I, honestly, you brought up a good point, Tim, about like Tiger. You know, won't talk a lot on the course. Remember last time he didn't say much, did he? No, he didn't. Yeah, and of course his his cart camera didn't work do you think it really didn't work i don't think it worked (laughs) i i don't think he wanted to talk but he's a new man hank he's all chatty and chitty chatty why did everybody else's cart camera work and his didn't i don't know maybe he pulled the plug and you tell me you know they couldn't just quick go over there and switch the camera and get it to work I, i i don't buy it I just, I just don't think he, he wanted to converse a lot. Well, he's a different four, man now. He's a different right, guy. Well, he is. He is. There's no doubt about that. Uh, but I just, it's just not really his nature to. I mean, if he's playing alone with his buddies or whatever, he'll he'll give the needle like crazy. But I, I don't think on TV that's just something that he's into. Mickelson is. Uh, Curry will be. Peyton Manning definitely will be. And Charles, you know, if Charles could get anything going. He'll he'll he will be saying stuff too, and even if he doesn't, he'll be saying. I mean, honestly, the more I think about this, I think this could be one of the most entertaining. God, it has potential. Now, it may just be a bomb. It may just be terrible. You might look at it and say, "Oh my gosh, what did I just waste my time watching?" It could it could turn into that, but I don't think so. I I think it's going to be fun to watch. I really do. I think you're going to... This is what they've always wanted these things to be. They have always wanted these events, these champions for charity matches, these uh, skins games. They've always wanted to be four guys mic'd up, just like they were playing, uh, you know, ribbing one another, you know, uh, you know, giving the the talk back and forth. Uh, what, do you, what do you call it? The, the uh, Trash talk. Trash talking. And that's what they've always wanted. And they never had the guys to do it. I think they have the guys to do it this time. I really do. I think I think they got they they got the guys. Now we'll see. We'll see what maybe maybe it won't maybe it won't work out. If it doesn't if it doesn't work with these guys, if it doesn't work with these four guys, Nicholson, Barkley, Curry, Peyton Manning, doesn't doesn't work with these guys, then it's 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 never going to work. The 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 idea that guys are going to go out there. With microphones on, cameras on them, and they're going to play golf and trash talk celebrities. If it doesn't work with these four guys, it's never going to work ever. 
And if it does work with these four guys, I think it, you're, it, all the trash talkers are going to come out of the woods and they're going to they're going to want to be the next guys that, that do it. That's my prediction. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's my prediction. I, th- I think it's going to be great. And it benefits, uh, like you said, the uh, historically uh, black colleges and universities and other uh, diversity initiatives. So that's great. They're going to raise a lot of money for charity. A lot of money. I don't. I don't know how much. I, I'm sure they're. You know, last time they raised, I don't know, ten or fifteen million. Yeah, it was a lot. Okay, I'm sure they'll raise at least that this time. I mean, how can that be a bad thing? I mean, that's a great thing. Any way you look at it, that's a that's a that's a great deal. So I think it, I think it's going to be going to be good. Who who's the, who who's the favorites on this deal? What's Steph, uh, it's good. Steph Curry yeah. and Peyton Manning are favored at minus two twenty, and Phil Mickelson and Charles Barkley are the underdogs at plus two twenty. Yeah, so that's a pretty big underdog. Yeah. That's a real big underdog. I don't know how they're going to make some pars. Okay, so it's they both tee off, and then they go, and then they alternate shot from there. So Charles will hit Phil's drive. Phil will hit Charles' drive. And then they pick which one they want to play from there. Okay, so let's say, let's say they use – let's say they're on a par four. And Mickelson drives it out there. He's got a good drive. Let's, I mean, and that, that, that's questionable because his drive is, you know, you never know where it's going to go. They're playing Stone Canyon Golf Club in uh, Oro, Valley, Oro Valley, Arizona, which Phil Mickelson happens to own. I heard it looks, it's really pretty coarse. And the backdrop is, is pretty and the weather will be great. And, and uh, it's, that's in Tucson. It'll be, it'll be good. Okay, so Phil hits his drive out there. And let's assume they can find it. Okay. And it's going to be long, but let's assume they can find it. It's par four. Okay, Charles, the likelihood that Charles is going to hit the next one on the green is not great. I don't care where it is. Uh, then, then he's going to hit it somewhere up near the green. Okay, Mickelson could hit the next shot, but then Charles would have to make the putt. So Mickelson hits a great pitch shot or whatever. It's going to leave Charles with a five or six footer. He's probably not going to make that. Okay, so that's a bogey. Uh, if they... Use Charles drive. Okay, if he's playing the front tee, I don't know if he's playing all the way up to ladies' tee or just the men's tees or what he's playing. He may be probably playing the men's tee. He's playing the men's tee, hits it out there. Uh, you know, he even when he hitches, he can kind of roll it out there somewhere. But it'll probably leave Mickelson a long shot in. So Mickelson will probably be hitting like a, I don't know. I don't know what the course is like. But let's, let's say, you know, Mickelson's going to have a, Seven or eight iron in, or not, or six iron. I don't know what he's going to have. And certainly, you know, it depends on the hole and where Charles puts him. If Charles just doesn't put him in a bush or something, or maybe not in the, you know, upside down the bunker, you know, Phil could probably hit the next shot on the green. Okay. Then Charles is going to putt. He'll leave that about six feet away. And then Mickelson will have to make the putt and he'll, you know, he'll make most of those, but eventually he'll miss one of them. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how they ever make a okay. How, how they how they ever make a birdie? You know, I don't think they can. On a par three, Mickelson hits it on there. Let's say he hits a good shot. Charles has to make the putt. Not going to happen. Uh, Mickelson, if he's got a you know, Charles isn't going to hit the green. So if if Charles hits it on there or does hit it on there, it'll be 30, 40 feet away. Mickelson's not going to make that. Yeah, I don't see how they can. I don't see how they can 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 make the the make a par. Whereas you got Curry and and Peyton Manning, I mean they'll both 
pretty much put drives in play, I would think. And then they got two shots at getting it on the green. I'm not saying they'll make a lot of birdies, but I, I don't. I, 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 they'll make some birdies. Yeah, this, they're going to kill them. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning into this best of presentation hosted by Minnesota Temporachka. Follow the Hank Haney podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Stay safe, stay healthy, and have a great day. The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.